0: Welcome to Kundalini Yoga and Meditation Confessions, the daily podcast where I share my experiences with the technology. My name is Ananda Savitrikar and I'm a Kundalini Yoga and Meditation teacher in Dallas, Texas. So when you start changing your vibration, you're going to attract people differently. I have been seeing this for a while in my experience, but it's cropping back up again, because right now I have such a strong focus on prosperity. I can sense that there's like a wall between me and someone in my life who, I mean, they definitely have some thought work to do around money. Um, I know that they pray, God, if money's going to separate me from you, then don't give me money, which is noble in theory, but it also sort of can put you in a rut of um, not having enough because you think that you have to suffer to be close to God. Which isn't true. Um, Suffering can unite us with God, but it's not the only way. And you can be prosperous and give your money away. That's non-attachment to money and really exploring generosity, which I've experienced personally, so I know that that's true, but not everyone has. And this is someone that is so easily attracted into my experience, but this one issue of money always crops up in between us. So what I know from experience is that I can continue my prosperity work, but I also need to pull them back into my experience with another Kriya that I know always brings them in. Um, It's actually a combination of two Kriyas. One, One aspect of it pushes negative influences away from them, and then another Kriya pulls them towards me. Um, because, well, we're just, we're, we're souls that are meant to be together. And here's why, um, I have a lot of stories about this, actually people and the attractive power of Kundalini yoga. So when I first started Kundalini yoga, I did my very first workshop. And at the time I didn't really like my romantic relationship. It was just sort of like, okay, this works for now. Um, I had a lot of friends And I was okay with those relationships at the time. Um, And I was okay with my lifestyle. I just knew that I wanted more healing. And I did this one workshop. It was a couple hours and I had a really tough time of it. I didn't like the studio. I didn't like the teacher. I didn't like the class. I didn't like how it was taught. And I didn't have a good experience. So I did this one workshop, but then I didn't go back. And I think it was about a year before I did kundalini yoga again. But in that year's time, I got out of that romantic relationship that I wasn't crazy about. Someone from my past showed up again, which was super mysterious. It just like didn't make sense. And I reconnected with a lot of family members that I had not been in. I had not been in relationship with them for a really long time. So my point of attraction definitely started to change. So then... I got invited to go to this workshop. It's uh, the White Tantric Yoga event. It's like an eight-hour workshop. It was out of town. And I now know that this friend of mine, she's so funny, she was like testing me because she sort of knew that like some people are really into kundalini yoga and some people say they are. And the people who say they are, they like, I don't know, it's almost like they want to just use you because they know that if you're doing kundalini yoga, you're really powerful. And so they just want to you know, be a vampire and eat up your power. Um, but it was sort of like a test. And I guess that I passed the test because I was supposed to go out with my girlfriends. It was a Friday night. We always went out and did stuff together. We were constantly in communication, but I decided instead of going out with them, I was going to go out of town to this workshop. And at the time I knew that I didn't like my friend group anymore. Um, I sort of realized that none of them had relationships that I would trade places with. I didn't want their careers. I didn't want their lives. And you know how that is. If, if you don't like the crowd that you're spending time with, then you need a new crowd because you are, the, are a combination of all the people you hang out with. So I went to this workshop and I never saw those friends again. I didn't contact them and they didn't contact me. It was like we were magnets that were repelling each other. But after that one workshop, I couldn't get enough of the kundalini yoga. I knew how incredible it made me feel. And I started really attracting differently in my life. Um, At that point, I had a romantic relationship that I really, (laughs) I was not a fan of this person. I knew that this was sort of like, not where I wanted to go long term. I was just sort of biding my time with it. So I got out of that. I didn't have that same group of friends anymore. And I started practicing kundalini yoga every single day. And I knew that I needed a major change in my life at this point, but I didn't know how to get there. And my why wasn't strong enough. I just sort of vaguely knew this needs to change. So I started doing kundalini yoga every day. I was using Rama TV because I traveled a lot and I knew that I could bring Guru Jagat with me on the road. And then I did another kundalini yoga white tantric event. And at this one, I learned about Japji and cold showers and 4am and all that great stuff. So at that point, it was like off to the races. I was not only doing yoga every day, I was doing 11 repetitions of Japji and I was going to teacher training, which was just incredible because at this point in my career, I didn't know how to make the changes that I wanted to, but suddenly I found that. The money was coming in from unexpected sources and everything that I needed for this kundalini journey was just appearing, right? So suddenly the money was showing up for me to do one teacher training or another. And I didn't have to worry about missing work because it's like a one month experience to train and I didn't have to worry about it suddenly. So I just kept on my kundalini journey, kept enjoying myself, not worrying about things and just trying to remain detached. In this period of time, I made a lot of new friends and once I was out of my teacher training, I sort of knew that like I needed to hunker down just me and this technology and get really close to God so that God could really talk to me and guide my path. And I decided that I needed to do a dry fast. Now, I don't recommend this for just anybody. You really have to prepare your body for spending time eating nothing and drinking nothing because your body is basically being distilled down to what it is. And if you haven't prepared Your body and really cleansed your temple, as it were, then you're just gonna release a bunch of toxins into your body because your organs are gonna be full of junk and that's gonna kill you. So, I had sort of been gearing up for this all year, mostly just eating fruit, which is a very cleansing diet. And I started my dry fast and I'd been isolating for a while. And my friends sort of knew that like they could expect to see me at certain places on certain days. I had a schedule, you know, but for this week, nobody reached out to me. It was like I was dead to the world, not posting on social media, not talking to anybody. It was just me and God and my breath and yoga and prayer. I wasn't eating anything. wasn't drinking anything. It was just me and God. And one person reached out to me. Only one. And I didn't realize it at the time, but this was my destiny calling me. Now, destiny and fate are different. Your fate is what happens to you if you're not connected to God and you're not making the right choices. Your destiny is what God calls you to. You got to be connected to God to be on your destiny path. And it was like destiny picking up the phone and calling me saying, hey, you're doing the right thing. Come over here. I didn't know that at the time. I was like, I never see you. I rarely hear from you. How weird that you're trying to get in touch with me now while I'm trying to get close to God. I now understand that at that time I was doing this yoga practice, these two Kriyas that seemed to attract this person into my experience because he's my destiny, you know? So it's just interesting to me how our vibration can change like that. And once I was doing this practice of the the seven-day fast, I got my really big why. So not only did I know that I wanted to change my life, I knew how it needed to change, and I knew in a really big way why it needed to change. Because, you know, some spiritual truths are hidden from us because they would be problematic, and our world is the way it is. Uh, there's good, and there's evil, and... There's a lot of judgment and you know, just the nature of our reality is that it's, it's not perfect. And I was coming up and butting heads with that, trying to change the reality when I really just needed to accept it and play by the rules in a sense. So I finally had my why and how I needed to change things. And I started to attract differently. The family that I had reconnected with, I was in the prime position with COVID to reconnect with them in a bigger way and change my life and that's what happened i took everything out of the philosophical and the theoretical and i brought it down into reality because i changed my vibration and i held it and now i'm living proof of that the people who are meant for my destiny are a part of my everyday life now and it's because i changed my vibration and i continue to hold it and work with it it's such a cool technology i love kundalini yoga